All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, he is the voice of the Salt Lake Bees. And opening night was supposed to be last night. Joining us is Steve Klauke on the big show. Steve, first and foremost, how are you? How's the family? Everybody doing okay? Everybody's doing fine. Thanks for asking, Jake. Gordon, how are you doing? And I actually still have my gift bowling ball from that event. Okay. Do you really? I do, yes. Did you participate? I, well, it was a women's tournament, so no. But they did have a <laughs> they, they did have a celebrity out, a quote unquote celebrity outing uh, one day, and I did participate in that. Now, Steve, you strike me as the kind of guy who who would be pretty good at bowling, are you? I think I, I used to bowl in leagues many years ago, and I think my highest league average is one eighty six, and I think my wow. career high score is two seventy eight. Whoa, Steve! Wow, Steve, is... that's better even than uh, than Austin, right, Us? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Even, yeah. I, I I still I actually own my own pair of bowling shoes. Mm. No rentals for me. Steve is you serious, know, and and you... by the way, in today's day and age of being germ conscious, Steve, you're one step ahead of the group, buddy. <laughs> Do you wear those around, Steve, or do you only only in the alley? He wears uh, them to church, right, Steve? Because <laughs> they're, they're cool, man. I like them. Yeah, only in the alley, but the, generally it's the, it's the one between first and second south. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve Clowkey with us, and Steve, how how weird is this for you? Like, how many seasons is it now with this uh, this organization? Well, this would have been the twenty seventh uh, season uh, that would have started last night. Obviously, for uh, obvious reasons, it, it's been uh, call or you know postponed uh, for now. But certainly, uh, yeah, the twenty seventh uh, season was to have uh, begun last night. So, Steve. Uh what are your thoughts on what what you're seeing around you right now, and are you hopeful that that something can be put together, or do you think, look, that's just a pipe dream? Well, I, you know, at, at this point, I guess it, the the my ebb and flow goes with the uh, mentions of, of how strong the, the virus is, is hitting certain areas. Uh, you know, when it seems like it's headed in the in the right direction, you get your hopes up, but then you know, you know, New York City gets slammed, and so you you kind of have your hopes uh, put down. It, you know, minor league baseball is such a different animal compared to the big leagues. Because the big leagues, because of television money and what have you, they they can afford to play uh, in uh, empty stadiums uh, with with no fans. I don't think that under the business model of minor league baseball, you can't do that. You have to. I think minor league baseball probably will end up waiting until they get the all clear to have fans in the ballpark. Just from the standpoint, you know, they don't have that big money TV revenue coming in. Most of the revenue comes from sponsorship and from uh, the, the, the turnstile of the gate. Steve Klauke is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What did you think about the idea of uh, Major League Baseball? Of course, as you mentioned, uh, it's a little more complicated with the minors, but going to Arizona or somewhere and just doing it for TV. I, you know, I, I guess the, the players, from what I understand, and, and the few that I've talked to, said they would uh, much prefer that, get it started that way, and then when the fans can come into the ballpark, uh, they'll do so. They just want to start, start playing again. I kind of like the idea that was thrown out today. I think Dave Nightingale was the writer who did so uh, in regards that they might, or they are considering maybe, you know, the uh, 
practice league uh, uh, teams for spring training, have them be one league, and have the Grapefruit League teams in Florida be the other, no American and National League for this season, and just play in Phoenix, just play in Florida, and then divvy up the divisions. So, like, uh, for example, you could have the Angels, Dodgers, White Sox, and Cubs all in the same division out in Phoenix. Wow. What do you think of Faye Vincent's comments, uh, Steve? Because he he uh, echoed what you're talking about with the minor leagues, but he projected that onto the major leagues and said, "Look, it's not baseball unless people are in the stands." Well, obviously, to a certain extent, uh, he, he's right. But I think uh, these are different times, and I think anything that can be done to get something on the field, on the court, on the ice, whatever can be done, would be very, very helpful. I think for all concerned, to just be a, uh, something to deflect from what's happening uh, in our world today. And so, I, I, I think it's something that uh, I think can be done, should be done if it's feasible. But I'm not so sure that it's feasible, as several players have pointed out. They say the the league that's in Arizona, the teams would be sequestered in various hotels and could only go from the hotel to the ballpark. Well, that means uh, the players uh, probably spend four and a half, five months uh, away from home and away from their families. And that's something that they're not so sure that they'd want to be a part of. Steve, what what were you kind of expecting? I know we don't have a whole lot of information, but what were you kind of expecting going into this year? Was this uh, to be a good year for the bees? You know, it's hard to say because, you know, spring training was only halfway through at the time. I, I, I thought that the Angels had made some moves that added to their depth, which meant that maybe some more talented players would come back to Salt Lake uh, than maybe we've had in the last uh, few years. So I was I was definitely optimistic from that standpoint. Who those players were going to be, I don't know. And it would be interesting to see when uh, they, if and when they do start the major leagues, are they going to have the minor leagues play? Are they going to maybe expand the major league roster so they don't need a minor league and maybe have spare parts uh, at their spring training facilities. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Steve, how's the ballpark holding up relative to other facilities around uh, the minor leagues these days? Oh, I think it's uh, it's still top-notch. Yeah, there's been enough improvements made uh, over the years and more coming that I think it's still uh, – a lot of my buddies uh, in the Pacific Coast League say it's kind of the, the quiet giant. It, it, when people talk about best ballparks in the league, it, it tends to get underrated when they think more about it. When they come to the ballpark, you know, they should be a top three, top four ballpark ballpark uh, as far as the 16 teams in the Pacific Coast League is, is concerned. It's, uh, you know, for many years has been the crown jewel. It's still the largest, I think, as far as seating capacity is concerned. And uh, uh, there's some nice views uh, around uh, the Pacific Coast League, but nothing like we have here in Salt Lake City. Steve, we were talking the other day, uh, Austin, uh, d- didn't you say, Austin, you love just going out there and laying on the berm out there and just uh, soaking in some baseball? Absolutely, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't care who's playing, what time of day, I'll be there. <laughs> well, you know, it reminds me uh, that in 1994, our first season, the uh, last weekend of the season, uh, uh, they were able to conjure up a wireless microphone and I actually laid out a blanket out on the berm in right center field and broadcast the game from there. Maybe I should do it again when we resume. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, that is, I like yeah, that idea. That's pretty cool. Steve Clocky with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Steve, I, I'm going to put you on the spot here because, I mean, the list of players that have come through this franchise uh, that have gone on to to Major League success is, is endless, right? You know, start Big Poppy and Latroy Hawkins and Jared Weaver, and, I mean, it goes on and on and on. But my question to you is, who was the best player 
you've seen uh, play bees, stingers, buzz, whatever, while they were here? Me and after Mike Trout? Ooh, okay, so Mike, bar none. It's that easy. <laughs> that was a very brief stay, though, wasn't it, Steve? <laughs> he, was, he only was with the team for three weeks, although I think we marketed it like he was there for three years, but why not when you've got a talent like that? But you know, he was only with us for three weeks. And actually, he wasn't supposed to play for Salt Lake that year in 2012. He was supposed to start in the big leagues that year, but he came down with, a, uh, ironically, a, a virus of some kind, and he missed two and a half weeks of spring training. So he ended up starting the season here, and all he did in his uh, 19 games was hit 403, one homer, five runs batted in. And I'll never forget, first batting practice he took, first swing, he hit a ball off the batter's eye in center field, turned, smiled at me, and said, I'm going to like hitting here but uh, uh, after Mike Trout I think as far as an overall all-around player I have to go Torrey Hunter and obviously as a hitter and especially a clutch hitter you have to go David Ortiz number two no Denny Hawking huh you know, Denny's uh, carved out a, a nice career. He got 10 years in the big leagues, so he's fully vested as far as his uh, pension is concerned. And right now is a minor league manager in the Seattle Mariners organization. But uh, he was a, a nice shortstop. But Denny was a guy that had a lot of tough luck. If you recall, uh, he got uh, smashed on a one-hopper in the mouth in spring training that uh, caused him to uh, uh, find a new dentist. And then uh, I think when the Twins won the playoff series in 2002, to make it to the ALCS. He made the catch out in foul territory in Oakland and was late to the celebration. And so when he dove into the pile, somebody stepped on his hand, tore tendons in his fingers, and he had to sit out the ALCS. <laughs> Steve, uh, of course, you're, you're calling B's games you have for a long, long time, but you're also uh, the play-by-play voice of uh, Weber State Athletics doing basketball and, and football games. So with no sports period, is this the longest stretch you've been at home in – how many years? Oh, uh, well, let's see. Well, you know, obviously, I've only done the, the Wildcats for five years. So before that, I had some uh, the, some lengthy stretches, but not not too many of them. This has got to be the longest in between games. Although actually, it would have been this way no matter what, because the last Wildcat basketball game, uh, they were eliminated from the Big Sky tournament, and then the Big Sky tournament got eliminated the next day. And yesterday would have been the first bees game of the year. So it really hasn't sunk in yet. Uh, to a certain standpoint what uh, what I'm missing, but it's, uh, it, it will as time goes on, especially when I uh, will miss that first 3.30 wake-up after a 7 o'clock night game to catch a flight to the next city. Steve, uh, it's amazing how many times I've asked athletes in a specific sport what their favorite sport is, how often they pick a sport other than the one they play. So let me ask you, what's your favorite sport? Is it baseball or is it something else? Well, you know, I've been associated with baseball for, for, for so long, but, you know, to, to the point where uh, a lot of people don't remember that I came here to be a part in 1991 to be a part of the Jazz pre-halftime and post-game show. Uh, to me, I, I just enjoy... Uh, the games themselves. I'm not the, a big fan of the, the, the talk that surrounds the game sometimes, but I, I just love the games. People ask me all the time, is baseball your favorite game to broadcast? Well, I will say that I probably know more about baseball than I do the other sports. To be quite frank, though, my favorite sport to call, and I've done it once in the last uh, 15 years, but I used to do it quite frequently as a fill-in in the late 90s, and that's hockey. I used to fill in for Ian Furness. Whenever Ian would move over to television, I'd do the radio, and I'd have have a blast doing those games. 
He is our friend Steve Klauke, the voice of the Bees, with us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. How nice was it last year to have a new stadium in uh, Vegas? Steve, did it have air conditioning? Oh, it had air conditioning. As a matter of fact, I did not complain a single time I was there, but it was actually too cold in the booth as opposed to those days where there was no air conditioning. But uh, they spent a lot of money in Las Vegas on the new ballpark, and it was uh, uh, money well spent. They did a great job, a great facility. I know uh, before everything got shut down, they had a couple of big league weekends there with uh, sold-out crowds uh, at at the stadium out in Summerlin. So it was a a top-notch. I was looking forward, and hopefully, Hopefully it'll still be on the schedule later this year, a brand-new ballpark in, in Wichita, although my taste buds have protested the fact that the, the team in New Orleans has moved to Wichita because I am a big fan of Cajun food. So what is your favorite stop along the, uh, the, the trail? Boy, you know, for some reason, I don't know what it is. Uh, Part of it might be just because it's a respite from the heat during the summer. I really enjoy the road trips up to Tacoma. It's a ballpark that was built in 1960, completely renovated a few years ago, but still looks like the the old days. The mornings uh, call for walks along the the waterfront, along the Puget Sound. It's just a, uh, it's my favorite stop in the league, not to mention the fact it's the nicest hotel that we stay at in the league. Speaking of the Pacific Northwest, uh, a lot of times when you, when people discuss, uh, maybe fantasize about baseball expanding and more markets being included, I hear Portland, the Portland area, a lot. Does Salt Lake ever? If you were a betting man, fifty within the next fifty years, will Major League Baseball be in Salt Lake City? I would seriously doubt it uh, from the standpoint that uh, yeah, we used to talk about it back in the 90s when Larry was uh, discussing bringing the Minnesota Twins here, even if it were only on a temporary basis. And, uh, Ian Furness and I would talk about the fact that, uh, wow, two Ian references in one conversation uh, would be, uh, I don't know if the corporate dollars are here, because uh, you know, a lot of our corporate money comes from Denver. So I don't know that, uh, you know, I think the population could support an 81-game home schedule. It wouldn't be easy, but I think it could be done. But uh, uh, I think there's uh, there's too many cities uh, ahead of us in line, and I think Portland uh, would be number one, I think, among the cities that uh, are awaiting and would have a chance for expansion. Now, the question is, is there enough talent in baseball to even think about expansion? Right now, my, my main thought process there would be, got to get those teams out of Tampa Bay and Miami because nobody comes to watch them play. Well, Steve, thank you so much for jumping on with us. It's great to hear your voice, and hopefully we hear that voice calling B's game sooner rather than later. Glad you're well. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you, Steve. Our good friend Steve Klauke, the one and only. Uh, great to have him on the show. And, yeah, man, uh, Gordon, you and I talk about this all the time. We love, you know, whether we're driving home after the big show or whatever, hearing Steve call a game. He's so good, and that voice is just so, you know, kind of ingrained on the baseball culture in this uh, community. Well, there's so much tradition connected with baseball, and you're right. Uh, you ever want to relax on a summer evening, go sit out on your deck or something and tune in to Steve calling a game. And there's just something about it. And there's something about hearing it over the radio because it just plays out in your mind. And it, it, I don't know, that is soothing is the word. Comforting is the word are the words that come to my mind. Yeah, no doubt about it.